0: Welcome in the Cross fans to the Utah Lacks Report podcast. I'm your host, Tim Haslam. This episode is unique because it's audio taken from a show that Kenzie and I did with Dane Stewart from the Game Night Live Rewind crew uh, that also airs on KSL Sports. And so you can actually watch both of these on YouTube, and I'll link to them in the podcast description. But this is the audio taken for those who are podcast listeners and not necessarily video watchers, which, to be honest, is how I am. Uh, but I hope you enjoy. Uh, talk, we talk all about the brackets, 4A, 5A, 6A brackets, in both boys and girls. The Utah Lax Report podcast is sponsored by GroupSpot. Whether you're an organized high school team, a casual group of friends, playing pickup, or a fully supported booster club, Group Spot brings the team together like never before. Elevate your game and get to the finish ahead of the competition with Group Spot. You can learn more at slash sports teams. Welcome into
1: Game Night Live Rewinds Boys Lacrosse Playoff Preview. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Dane Stewart, please be joined by Tim Haslam of the Utah Lacks Report. Brackets were released on Saturday 4A, 5A, 6A. We're going to walk you all through those here on our bracket preview show presented by Heideman and Associates. Tim, let's start with 4A, shall we? And a classification, Uh, look, nine teams making the tournament. Uh, So we're kind of starting in quarters for a lot of these, the the first kind of play-in game, Uh, USA Hill field taking on Logan. Um, Look, we talked about uh, Utah military, right? Won their first game in program history kind of late in the year uh what what do you think of this matchup as just kind of a first round eight nine to kick things off
0: in four a? uh yeah, I think it'll be fun. i think uh u m a will will win this game to be, to straight out of the gate. um they've got some really nice players. their goalie hunter Keller is actually one of the best in the state um you know and and those who follow lacrosse closely will know his name um but but i think u m a pulls pulls away with the win.
1: Well, they would have a tough test. How about Skyview in the number one overall seed? Tim, I I think that we both had expectations for Green Canyon, but the Bobcats coming out number one uh, in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, you know, they're extremely well coached and and they play hard. I was actually at their very first game of the season. Uh, they were taking on Weber and Weber won that game by two. And, and so, you know, it's fun to look back because you look at it now and, and Weber's, I think the four seed in 6A. And so uh, if we had known that then, we would say, oh, wow, Skyview is really tough, is really good. And so, um, you know, it's exciting to see them. And, and uh, you know, it's fun to see some new blood. We we did think Green Canyon was going to be that number one team. Uh, but, you know, number two for Green Canyon isn't bad. The
1: The other matchups, the 4-5 matchup, Juan Diego uh, taking on Bear River. How about the 2-7? Uh, the Green Canyon uh, ends up getting that two seed over Ridgeline. They will take on Waterford. In that quarterfinal matchup, and then the, the three seed, the Ridgeline River Hawks, in a region rivalry taking on Mountain Crest. Tim, any games in these quarters that you think could be potentially interesting?
0: Uh, I, I think that uh, you know chalk will serve. I think Juan Diego will beat Bear River. Uh, I think Green Canyon will beat Waterford, which, uh, as you may recall, was a, a playoff matchup last year or a late season matchup last year. So that's an exciting one. And, and then Ridgeline should should uh, easily handle Mountain Crest.
1: So that would set up a really interesting semi-final ridgeline green canyon uh part three uh tim how would you see this one playing out with a, a trip to a state championship game on
0: the line uh i think green canyon uh well, first of all first of all it would be a great game let's just uh let's put it that way these two these two opponents know each other other very well i i do think i would give the edge to green canyon i i think that they would uh come away with the win in this one over ridgeline but but Dane, i mean think about uh just just what that means for lacrosse uh you know in in cache valley just an awesome awesome opportunity and uh you know may the best team win it would certainly be a doozy i I would love we'll see we might we might find a way
1: to make our (laughs) way up to cache valley for that one uh the other potential potential semi i think Skyview. most people would would figure that would probably be a, a trip for Skyview into the semi-final but you look at Juan Diego, Tim, if they were indeed to beat Bear River, Skyview, Juan Diego, the other semi, any interesting notes players to keep an eye on in that semifinal potentially?
0: It would be an interesting one. I feel that Juan Diego got off to a really slow start. Uh, they were also missing one of their best players um, and they've really come on as of late. And so I honestly, Dan, I think that would be, I think that would be the better semifinal to be honest with you. Um, right. And it wouldn't surprise me in the least uh, to see Juan Diego win that game. I'm not saying they will, wow. but uh, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me.
1: Well, that that's a nice little uh, tidbit for you right there. Juan Diego, potential sleeper here in the 4A bracket. Tim, if, totally. as you look at this bracket, the way it's set up, who would you pick to win a state championship in 4A?
0: Um, I, I think it will come down uh, to one of those four teams, Skyview, Juan Diego, Green Canyon. Um, if I had to pick absolutely one, uh, I, I think that the momentum that Skyview has will carry them a long way. But I think that Green Canyon, they've had their ups and downs this season. They were the number one team in 4A coming in. I think that they'll use that motivation to to kind of reach that upper tier uh, and, and get to that uh, get to that game. I'm really excited for this 4A bracket though. Like I said, yeah. any one of those teams could win it. If I have to, absolutely had to pick, I'd, I'd probably pick Green Canyon.
1: Just like it's taking Green Canyon a little bit to kind of find their mojo, a team that we had high expectations for. Have they found it late in the year? We'll find out with 4A. It should be a fun tournament. Tim, let's move to 5A. Uh, look, this this is the full slate in 5A, right? Everybody uh, making the 5A state tournament. Uh, we've got first-round games. We've got first-round buys. Uh, Tim, as you look at the first-round games, any games that stand out to you uh, as potential opportunities for an upset or a potential sleeper team to come out and uh, put together a tournament run?
0: Yeah, so there's a couple different matchups that I that I really like. First, there's a couple just in region games, which you know most people don't like for a playoff matchup, but I kind of do. You look at like a Maple Mountain Payson, um, you know, you you look at uh, Woods Cross Box Elder, which is actually a really great first round matchup. Um, you know, East and Springville have already played each other this season. Uh, you've got Wasatch Highland, who are who are kind of rivals, and so you look at all these different matchups, and and I really. You know, uh, I just look at them and, and I really like that Woods Cross Box Elder game. Um, that was mm-hmm. a, a game that you did uh, for the Game at Live. Um, you know, and, and just Woods Cross is playing at a at a great great level. You know, they got smoked by by uh, Bountiful last night, but um, you know, just they've seen a ton of improvement. The problem with problem with winning that game then is then you have to play Park City, uh, which is never fun. But someone's got to play them, <laughs> right? And so. I really like those. I, I look at Viewmont too as a team. You know, we did uh, their game with Bonneville. Uh, Bonneville. Um, you know, if they if they can click for all four quarters, they can they can be really a, a really great team.
1: Okay, Tim. Look, there's some real interesting second round matchups. How about a team that you know didn't finish top of their region but got the higher the highest seed coming out of their region, Maple Mountain, and they might have a second round matchup if favorites won with Viewmont. We saw Viewmont that team. Look, they got guys who can score. They also have one of the best goalies in the state. When you look at that Maple mountain viewmont as a potential second rounder, I mean, you got to be salivating,
0: right? Absolutely. You know, uh, it, it is an 8-9 matchup. So in, in theory, it should happen. Um, you know, Maple Mountain playing really well. Didn't didn't quite get that region title, which went to Wasatch. Uh, so if I was Maple Mountain, I'd be using that as motivation. Uh, then, like you said, uh, going against viewmont uh, in that potentially second round, that would be an excellent, excellent matchup, uh, right? The reality is, Dane, is we just want another chance to call Tommy Frazier's name uh, in in right. goal there for Viewmont because of just a, just a great name and and to see you know what Coach Salmon has lined up. That would be an, a phenomenal, phenomenal second round matchup, and you know if, if things go the way that they uh, the way that they're seated here, then uh, then we'll see it on Thursday. Yeah, they they got some
1: some offense too. They can they can strike in a hurry. That that can be a, a real scary team. Tim, how about Brighton? I mean, a team that I think, you know, made it to a semi last year in the A division, got up to such a tough start this year, playing in the toughest top-heavy region in 5A. But they've started to put together some nice wins as of late. They got Provo in a first round. They could potentially play East in a rematch of a region game in the second round. What do you think about Brighton coming into this 5A playoffs, Tim?
0: Uh, Obviously, they're they're favored in this first-round matchup against Provo. Uh, like you said, the opportunity to go against East again uh, is something that's exciting. I believe that uh, Brighton did win that game in their first matchup, um, so you know they may come on with a chip in your sho- in their shoulder. And and look, like you mentioned last year, I, I think they were what the what were they the the 15th Seven? seed or 13th seed? Oh, were they last year? Okay. Yeah, and 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 so then to make the semifinals uh, last year, that's something certainly that they can look to. Uh, so, so if I was Brian, I'd be, I'd be really excited. Obviously, you know, Park City would loom in the quarterfinals if they, if they get past Provo and pass East uh, or Springville. But uh, you know, yeah, that's definitely a team that's playing really well at the right time.
1: Tim, when you look at those teams with first round games, which do you think is the best position to find themselves in a quarterfinal?
0: Uh, again, I'd, I'd look to Viewmont. Um, you know, that would mean that they're going to beat Jordan, which should be an easy victory, uh, and then have to play Maple Mountain or Payson. And, and so I really like Viewmont, uh, you know, kind of sliding into the quarterfinals. Uh, but again, don't be surprised to see Brighton in the quarterfinals. Um, you know, then I, as we look at kind of the lower half, you know, temp view I probably would put in that, I you know, they've got to feel a little chip on their shoulder, barely missing out on that first round bye. And so they've got to play Mountain View on Tuesday, which uh, you know, look, it's going to be a lot to a little in that game because most of those uh, Mountain View games have gone that way, unfortunately. Um, so so I would definitely uh, I would slide Tim View in. You know, they they have played Highland if Highland does beat Wasatch and, and beat them pretty handily. So I, I would go Tim View, certainly probably a quarterfinal lock, uh, you know, Viewmont and then, uh, you know, obviously Brighton.
1: We, we talked about teams that had uh, first-round buys, Olympus the one seed, Park City the two yeah. seed, Bountiful the three seed, Alta the four, Skyline the five. Those are your your first-round buys in the 5A state tournament. Tim, we have potential for Park City Bountiful again in a semifinal. Uh, look, yeah. we've talked about Skyline. Alta, Alta lost to Olympus in the regular season, I think 15-6, something like that. Um, is, is this an Alta team that can put together that run and maybe upset a, a number one seed?
0: I, I don't think so. <laughs> I think Olympus is, is too tough. Um, you know, can out will sh, Alta will likely play better than they did that against that first time against uh, Olympus. That game was eight to nothing at the end of the first quarter for Olympus. Um, you know, so Olympus just came out on fire and kind of put the screws to them. But I think that um, I think Olympus will still will still get uh, Alta there. You talked to Park City Bountiful. I was talking to the Bountiful coaches last night. They thought that they would be the two seed and that. Park City would be the three seed. So a, a little bit of motivation there, I think, for the Red Hawks. Um, you know, and I, I think they like those chances. If you recall, Dane, we yeah. did that game uh from the press box in there and yep. and uh Hayden Hansen, the, the stud of bountiful, wasn't playing. Um, you know. Yep. Park City though they were also up at dealing half, with right? That's right, yeah, yeah, bountiful at a half. So I, I really like that matchup. I think both teams would love to get another opportunity uh at each other. So that would be uh, you know, uh, that would be a fun semifinal.
1: All right, Tim. We saw we saw Park City against Bountiful. We saw Park City Olympus. Does number one win five A? Do, do you think Olympus is able to get this done here in twenty twenty
0: two? I do. Uh, I, I do think that they they can get it done. Uh, they're certainly the favorites. They're the ones with the targets on their back. But look, they only beat Park City by two. Um, you know, you you and I again did that game, and I felt that uh, if if Park City cleaned up a couple things here and there, that that they could have won that game. Um, you know, and, and obviously Coach Merrill will disagree and, and he'll say that there's things that he could have cleaned up as well. And that's the truth. But Park City, you know, their faceoff guy is phenomenal. Um, you know, and that's such a key part, especially in these playoff runs. You know, can you stay healthy? Can you can your faceoff guy continue to produce? And if they do, then that that may be the best game that we have all playoffs would be that, uh, that 5A state championship game. I,
1: I mean, remind me, Tim, no goals in the fourth quarter of that Olympus Park City game, right? That's right. Yep. So an opportunity for so, both I teams mean, to be like, well, you know, <laughs> Astros yeah, yeah, over that exactly. one. exactly,
0: exactly, you know, and, and uh, I think if I recall, Park City didn't score on man up, you know, so there's an opportunity there. Uh, you know, there were a couple different things that, uh, you know, I thought that, that if things went a different way, but but that's true for any game, Dane, you know, and, and ultimately yeah. it'll come down to face offs and, and great goaltending and who wins those 50-50 ground balls. All right, we got
1: one more classification, 6A, and I wanna remind you that Game Night Live Rewind is brought to you by Western Governors University. If you're looking to take that next step in your life, check out Western Governors University. You can do education remote, in classroom, uh, on your pace. To learn more, visit wgu.edu. 6A, Tim, Corner Canyon, they've been the cream of the crop all year long in the state of Utah. Um, Let's just start with the easy one. Does anyone beat Corner in the tournament this year?
0: No. (laughs) nope not not even we said we'd start with the easy one (laughs) I I think Dan it it wouldn't surprise me if they come out and and beat whoever they play in the state championship game by uh, I mean conservatively five goals right um and and that may be on the low end right they're just so dangerous all over the field even if even if a player goes down uh you know they've just got another guy just as good to to fill in and it's no secret they'll admit it. They that's how they've set this team up, um, you know. And, and so, it wouldn't shock me if it's five or more goals. You know, you you could yeah. you could probably convince me it's going to be twelve or more goals to be completely honest with you, because it feels like that's just what they've yeah. done all season. And then if you look at the way that the seeds have panned out, you know, the two seed is Davis, right? They beat them by 17 in the first game of the. It was the first game of the year. I, I understand that it was cold. It was the first game of the year, but it was 20 to three. Uh, you know, Davis obviously a better team than that, but, but corner Canyon has also improved. And so, yeah. you know, I just look at that and go, they're, they're a shoe and for sure, hundred percent.
1: I mean, it's a team that didn't lose a lot of pieces off of state championship last year. A lot of other teams have, and that was the story last year in the turn in the playoffs for corner Canyon as well. I mean, we were both shocked that the game was close at half last year. So it's kind of like right. if you can hang around for 24, right? Feather in the cat. but all right, we said we'd start easy. You mentioned Davis, the two seed, American Fork, the three seed, Weber, the four, anything in there, Tim, that surprised you just as, as final RPIs and seeding comes out?
0: Uh, not really. I, I think the thing to note is that, you know, uh, you look at, so there's the three, six, eight regions. Um, and so region one had two in the top four region four had two in the top four region three, their first team, uh, would be number five mountain Ridge. And so if you're, if you're looking at sort of, uh region rankings or stuff like that then that's definitely how it would rank out um you know i would say region four is definitely that that top region it wouldn't surprise me dan i did a couple bracket scenarios before this and i said this at the beginning of the year as well it wouldn't surprise me if we see three region four teams in the semifinals. that that still wouldn't surprise me um you know obviously there's a, a lot of costs left to be played but no no, no surprises you know, in in those seeds, there wasn't anything that really stood out to me as like, wow, that team shouldn't be there. I feel like it's pretty solid.
1: So uh, of teams, let's let's assume that first round games, higher seeds win. Which higher seed team, team, Tim, do you think has an opportunity to maybe upset a second round game, advance into a quarter?
0: Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I would, out of, out of the first round, the first round teams, I really like Riverton. Um, yeah. I, again, like we said in five A, you get a we, you get a hot goalie and a great faceoff guy, and I feel like they have both of those. Now they're both young, but of of the teams with the first rounds, those those are the ones that I would say would be Riverton. Um, I don't think they'll beat Weber, but I do think that they have the best chance uh, out of those teams to to pull off an upset and move on.
1: Any interesting second round games, Tim? As you look at this bracket, that you think, "Oh man, that's a that's a tough way to start a tournament."
0: Yeah, I, all of them, right? I, I really love the Bingham Westlake matchup. Um, mm. you, you know that could really go either way. You know, Bingham taking second in region, or I guess co-champs in in region three, technically. Uh, you know, then Westlake uh, I think is fourth in region four, and, and so I really I really love that matchup. And I, I you know it's the eight nine, so I think that's appropriate. Uh, Farmington Lone Peak is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Farmington has been playing very well lately. You know, they put it to to Fremont the other day. Uh, you know, and then we've watched Lone Peak together, Dane. They're they're big and they're athletic. You know, so I think I think that'll cause fits for Farmington, to be honest with you. And then Fremont Harriman. Herit- you know, uh, if Harriman can can uh, get rallied and and you know catch Fremont on a bad day, anything's uh, anything's possible in that one. So, just to, you know, those were the those were the games that kind of start in that second round. Um, you know, you look at like a Weaver-Riverton, I think it could be a really nice matchup. You know, whoever Mountain Ridge plays, I think I would favor Mountain Ridge. And then uh, American Fork shouldn't have any problem with with their first round matchup.
1: Yeah, the the Lone Peak-Farmington one was the one that caught my eye. Yeah. Uh, you know, having just seen Farmington, I would say they played maybe their best game of the year against Fremont mm. and against a yeah. Fremont team, that they do have some size, not as big as Lone Peak right? But right. Um, offensively, they shut down a pretty potent attack from Fremont. And so if that defense can play like that, they get a great play from their keep. They've got opportunities to score. Mason Hepworth, I think, had five goals against Fremont in that one. He was an absolute beast. They got other guys. That that could be a really interesting second round matchup, in, in my opinion. When you look at potential semis, Tim, anything that you think, oh man, that'd be a great matchup if we were to see it?
0: Uh, I mean, for the semis, it's tricky because that top half is going to be dominated by Corner Canyon. So no matter who they play, you know, it, it's going to be a long night. Uh, but then you'd start looking at that bottom half and and look, we might have a Davis-Farmington quarterfinal, which would be fun. Um, you know, even a Davis-Lone Peak quarterfinal would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then uh, America, sort of the same, you know, the same regions going against each other. American Fork Fremont, I think would be a fun game. But then you start to get into like American Fork Davis and That could be just a a bloodbath thing, like two very physical teams. That that would be really exciting as a semifinal. You know, if if the seeds hold, uh, you know that Davis American Fork game, I, I would really love to watch that one.
1: You talk about Davis, Tim. I know that you've got a little interplay with some Davis fans going on. Is this a team that can make it to a semifinal?
0: Yeah, look, look, Davis is a team that that rides its highs and and really, you know, rides its lows. And so if they can continue this momentum, you know, they've only had the one loss to Corner Canyon. That was months ago. Uh, They've they've clearly put that on the backseat. If they can ride their high and really start to play, you know, they're playing well, obviously, right now, winning the region. If they can, you know, continue upward and and really ride that, you know, the sky's the limit. Um, But they are a team, I feel that if they get down, they can get down real quick. Um, you know, and maybe maybe Lone Peak or Farmington knocks them off there in the quarters. Just depends on on how they enter that game, how they prepare for it. Um, you know, so time will tell. We'll we'll see what happens.
1: It's a team that has. I mean, they got a lot of offense. To your point, totally. Can they show up, put together when they need to? Uh, you look at Rice, the Rice brothers, Johnson. Uh, there's there's pieces there. There's a lot of guys that can find the back of the net for the Darts and. Look, that quarterfinal matchup, whether it's Lone Peak or Farmington, not going to be mm-hmm. easy. We'll see if the two seeded darts can uh, put together a bit of a playoff run. Tim, any final thoughts here in the 6A bracket? We are we 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 have you picking Corner Canyon. Any final thoughts here?
0: Uh, I'm just excited for the games to get started, Dane. You know how I am. I just uh, want to see these all match up, see how these play out. I think the interesting thing to pay attention to is. You know, the first round teams, if they make it to the quarterfinals, that it would be three games in, in basically six days. Uh, you know, does does fatigue set in? It's been a long, growing season. It's starting to get super warm outside. You know, does that play a factor and in, in something maybe to pay attention for, uh, you know, pay attention to looking, looking ahead? Yeah,
1: that's a great point. It'll be interesting. And, and the way the playoff is structured this year, three games that opening week for teams that have a first round game semis and championships that following week to your point, you know, conditioning and and do you have the legs and and the depth to be able to put together a run and, and uh, go capture a state championship? Only time will tell.
0: Yeah, it's, you're exactly right. Uh, You know, looking forward to how this one all plays out and, you know, at the end of the day, Dane, we still have a couple more weeks of lacrosse, which uh, is always a good thing in my book.
1: Yeah. Well, we will have lacrosse playoff coverage for you right here. We'll, we'll start next week, take you all the way through, including semis and championships, right here on kslsports.com. We'll have them for you, including every semi and every championship game, and we'll uh, spread around the coverage up until that point. For Tim Haslam, Vince Francis, my name is Dane Stewart. Thank you for joining us here on the Boys Lacrosse Playoff Preview, presented by Heidemann and Associates, and we'll see you in the playoffs. <laughs> Welcome in to Game Night Live Rewinds. Girls Lacrosse Playoff Preview Show. We got brackets for you in 4A, 5A, 6A, gonna walk you through all of it. Wanna thank you for joining us. My name is Dane Stewart. Please be joined by Kenzie Christiansen. And Kenzie, we got a lot of interesting matchups. Great playoff action coming your way right here on kslsports.com. But let's dive into each of these classifications. We'll start with the 4A bracket. Bear River, the top seed in this bracket. You have uh, Mountain Crest, the two seed. Juan Diego, the three. Ridgeline, the four some region uh, matchups in the quarterfinal as you've got Ridgeline taking on Skyview. Uh, Kenzie, when you look at this bracket, 4A, any of these quarterfinal teams that you feel like, man, this is maybe a sleeper could put together some runs, upset some teams, and maybe make some noise in the 4A bracket?
2: Um, I think some of the most competitive games that will happen, um, just starting a little bit before quarterfinals, just that first game and first round, Judge versus Logan, I think Judge will take home the win there and then it put him against Bear River. So putting everybody there in quarterfinals, um, I do believe with just the competition, both teams have had Bear River will take the win between Judge and Bear River. And then skipping over to, you know, Ridgeline and Skyview that are four and five, I think that'll be a very competitive game because they are school rivalries. Um, they will bring in the heat both sides. Um, Skyline's a very well-rounded team. They have some really strong seniors, um, and Skyview has a very young team. So it's gonna really be a balance about just energy and who shows up to the field. Ultimately, I do think uh, Ridgeline will take the win there, which would put them against Bear River. Uh, further moving, uh, Mountain Crest versus Waterford. I think Mountain Crest. even, so this is the hard thing too, is like, who Waterford's played, who Mountain Crest has played in that comparison. Um, so I looked more at the individual teams and just the stats. And I feel like Mountain Crest is a more well-rounded team, a lot more even throughout where Waterford has like a few higher, more standout players than what Mountain Crest does. So I think Mountain Crest, if they can stay as a unit, they will beat Waterford and ultimately end up with the win there. Um, Juan Diego versus Green Canyon I think I'm going right back over to the this the stats on that. I feel like uh, Juan Diego has a, like a handful of really strong players and I feel like that's the exact same for Green Canyon. They just have some super strong players. Um, so I think it's all about how they're gonna prepare their teams um, in that game to be able to compete you know as a unit and not just as an individual player taking the ball running and shooting um, playing their individual game and uh, unifying it. Um, just going off of also who they played, Juan Diego has played much harder teams than I believe Green Canyon. So Juan Diego will take that win, in my book. <laughs> um, and then that would put them Mountain Crest versus Juan Diego. Um, same mindset. Going off of stats, who they played, I think even though Mountain Crest is a well-rounded team. Juan Diego has had such a higher competition, such a broader range of um, teams they've played. I think Juan Diego will take it over Mountain Crest. Moving up with Bear River versus Ridgeline. Uh, Bear River's just been blowing everybody out of the water. Um, mm-hmm. They beat Ridgeline once. I, I see it happening again. So then it would end up with us being at Bear River and Juan Diego. I think that'll be a very fun game. Juan Diego has some very technical players that are very finessing it like across the field. That's what I mean is like playing a beautiful lacrosse game. They have some very beautiful players on the team where Bear River is very fast. They have very, very fast. They have fast passes, fast runners, and they have strong aggression. So I think it's going to be a balance between those two where I think maybe speed and drive might beat... Juan Diego's, you know, finesse and beautiful players.
1: Um, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Cause you know, that was the question I was going to ask bear rivers undefeated. Does anyone hand them their first loss of the year? or Are they able to to cap off a perfect season?
2: I think Juan Diego's going to put a great fight against them. I really truly do think so. Juan Diego has a strong, um, senior lineup. Um, I think they'll put up a fight, but ultimately just, I've seen both teams play and I mean, every game's a different game for sure. Every team has a way to prepare for their next game, but breaking it down, just seeing the actual statistics of it, seeing, you know, the passing catching plays, um, how their draw control is. I think Bear River will be pushing all the way through, but Juan Diego will give them a fight.
1: Awesome. Well, hey, you walked us through every game in 4A. Let's move to 5A, <laughs> shall we? 5A, look, this is more traditional, right? We got a full slate of, of teams going. We got full slate of first-round games, uh, teams with first-round buys. Kenzie, when we look at some of these first-round matchups, is there a game or two that you feel like, man, that's actually a really difficult matchup, keep an eye on an underdog, a lower-seeded team here to potentially pull off an upset?
2: yeah the team I look at um is actually fourteen Highland and nineteen viewmont um when I came across it, I was just looking at the two doing comparisons and really trying to figure out which way that will learn uh with um Highland's played harder games, but Viewmont has some really really strong players on their team um just a handful of strong players I couldn't couldn't myself. Um, figure out who was, which way it would go, but breaking it down, I do believe that Highland will take out the win because they played such hard teams and have a lot from like Park City. Um, you know, just some really hard teams, um, throughout the season that I think they'll take that of those losses and put it against Viewmont, um, where Viewmont's had a few handful of wins against some, you know, not as competitive teams.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the old saying, iron sharpens iron, right? And when you think about region six, you've got Park City, Olympus, Brighton. I mean, we, we saw Olympus, Kenzie. That team is really good, but that is a top loaded region six. And so having to go up against that, you wonder if that leads to some playoff success. That, that's a great pick. Um, when we look at kind of that, that second round, right? Top seed in this tournament, Park City. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. Brighton the two Olympus the three Kenzie did that surprise you? No
2: no not really. oh okay. um, it surprised me. <laughs> why I say that is I think from what I've been seeing and playing is that like you know Park City is a very skilled team. they're fast, they're smart, they're very um fluent, they have just really um team uh teamwork going throughout so this is a very very well-rounded team Um, and over Olympus I think Brighton they have I don't know how to put this other than Brighton has very pretty players Um, and what I mean by that is they are very sharp off the draw they have great stick skills and they are just very connected like they know where their teammates are at at the whole time they have that field awareness they have that player awareness um, Nash is a great coach that helps getting them, you know, from point A to point B on the field and filling in those blanks that Brian might have. Where Olympus, I think, still has a great like I feel like they have the strongest connection in the teams. And what I mean by that is when we did their game, they are used to having a high pressure on them, being able to pass, catch, and making great transitions off of beautiful shots. Um, when we filmed them just this past week, they had tons of beautiful bounce shots. Um, while defense was making connections on them, having pressure. So I think they're just a very strong and well-rounded, connected team that they have high trust in each other to be able to get those passes off with a defender next to them. Where on Brighton on the other side have very beautiful plays. They have a lot of you know passion and connection with each other in like that way and a lot of finesse. So I think we're just dealing with two different type of dynamics of a team where they're both really good but one just kind of ranks
1: over the other just a bit more. Interesting. Olympus got the regular season win, so we'll see if they were to match up again, who could get the playoff win and potentially advance to a state championship game. Ken- Kenzie, when we look at this bracket, I mean, I think Park City again, the, the one. Uh, we talked about Brighton, the two, Olympus, the three. Wasatch, the four do you see those as being the best four teams that make it to a semi-final or is there a sneaky team in there that you think could upset one of those top four seeded teams
2: i honestly think jordan could beat wasatch they're so strong and what i mean by that is they don't fight like give up on anything they're fighting for every ground ball every draw they have like so much drive they have fast subs and if they can keep those fresh feet and that hard drive I think they could be one that's going to be up with the competing teams, for sure.
1: It would be great games. And, again, Park City, man, what a great job they've done. The number one seed, again, we'll see if they can uh, fend off the rest of the troops in 5A. Let's move to 6A, shall we? The 6A bracket, look, this is this is a tough bracket. Sky Ridge, the number one seed. I think, you know, I don't know there's a lot of uh, uh, challenge with that in, in terms of opinions. I think that's very well earned. Mountain Ridge, the two. Lone Peak, the three. Dave's the four. Those two teams played late in the year. Skyridge got a dominative win. You have to wonder how much that affected Davis in the RPI. But uh, these top four seeds, Kenzie, anything that stands out to you about any of them?
2: Um, I personally have talked to a lot of Davis girls and a lot of the Skyridge girls where they learned a lot from each other. And if they were to match up again, I think it would be a closer game just from the amount of knowledge and you know, opportunity of that game that they were able to gain to go to a possible future game.
1: Interesting. So we we talk about, again, we've got some first-round matchups in here. we got some teams with, you know, buys to a second-round game. Kenzie, when you look at the first-round matchups, we don't have a lot of them in 6A. Any matchups that you think are interesting in the first round?
2: Yeah. Copper Hills. Um... Yeah, when I went to look at that, like I see, they have you know some teams between them, but looking on their skill set, looking on just their dynamic teams, I I was a little bit on what team will come out with. Um, so what I took to what I thought between Copper Hills and Weber is Copper Hills played some really hard and aggressive teams. Um, they've had a lot of on them, where Weber had you know a few more lighter teams playing against them um that was high competition so it's just kind of goes to who they've played what they've learned from each game and how they're going to go against each other i think those for first round was the one that stumped me and gave me some questions
1: interesting yeah that's that's a good one We, we talked about kind of the top four Uh, One of the teams not in those top four, Syracuse. This is a team that got off to such a hot start in Region 1. Region 1 was so strong this year when you talk about Davis and Syracuse and Fremont. um, But they all kind of took a late dip in the RPI. Those teams respectively 4, 5, and 6. Kenzie, what do you think about those three teams in particular? Davis, Syracuse, Fremont. Uh, Obviously, Davis an opportunity to run. We saw them. Syracuse, Fremont. Are these teams that can not put together playoff runs maybe get to a semifinal?
2: I... I would hope. I would hope so. Not just from being from the north, but from seeing each teams play and compete against each other. Syracuse is one. Fremont Davis is one. Uh, or yeah, Syracuse is one. Fremont. Uh, Fremont's one. Syracuse. Like, there's so many overlappings of yeah. them playing each other that. That was a hard one. So where where I'm coming down and where my mind is right now. I'm thinking about each team and how they play where we have a couple really strong girls on Syracuse that are fast off the draw that are very good at finding the assist to a shot um Syracuse is very connected with those few players um where Davis has a very strong defense in a lot of their plays um and then flipping over to Fremont is Fremont has a very smart like attacking um plays and just a very smart team Unity on the attack side. So, like, mashing those three together would be, like, I feel like a perfect team. But seeing them as individual, I feel like it puts us in such a difficult situation to know who's going to go where because they're so similar but so different.
1: So that's interesting. And, and look, again, these are teams that had great region seasons. Uh, We know there's some stuff going on, some dynamics there. Young programs still being built a little bit. Coaching staff doing a great job of kind of getting traction there. Uh, Skyridge, we mentioned that game against Davis late in the year. It was one versus two at the time. Skyridge blew the wheels off of him. Mountridge, the two seed. Kenzie, I'm not going to ask you to pick a champ, but if there is a team that can't up and Skyridge in 6A, who would you say that team is?
2: It might sound a little crazy, but just from seeing Corner Canyon playing against Davis, I think with even them playing with a couple of players gone, some of their like best players on against their game yesterday against Davis um, corner cannon pulled through well. And I think if they can play that game with adding on some of their, you know, top players, I think they could honestly have like almost an underdog kind of situation and come pull through with Sky Ridge. Um, they were very, their first game uh, sky Ridge lost by a bit, but then their second game, they were, they're very close in differentials uh, between points with Sky Corner Canyon. So I honestly think Corner Canyon could be almost an underdog and coming up and surprising us.
1: Wow, that's a great one. They they finished fourth in Region 4 there, the seventh seed. Look, if they were to do that, they'd be battle-tested, potentially have to go through the two-seed Mountain Ridge, the three-seed Lone Peak, the six-seed Fremont. There's there's some good teams they'd have to go through to get there. Ah, that's a doozy, Kenzie, bringing, bringing the A game tonight.
2: Yeah, I mean, I they just had such strong drive. From what I saw just in that that last game they played, that, you know, if they bring that power, um, Lone Peak is a fantastic team. They played them. Lone Peak did over all win against them. But they're a team that learns from every challenges and learns from their mistakes. And I have seen that progress throughout the season. So I think taking the games that they've played in and, you know, learning from it and growing and, you know, doing those duplicate games like they had with Sky Ridge and just learning and progressing off of that. I really think that they they could be a good team. They could be one up there.
1: Man, I don't know if we can top that. That might be our ending note. Uh, a, a sleeper pick, the underdog, Corner Canyon, a, a team to keep an eye on here in 6A. Uh, Sky Ridge, fantastic year. Number one seed, well earned. We talk about Mountain Ridge, the two, Lone Peak, the three, and Davis, the four. It's going to be a great tournament. We cannot wait. We've got girls playoff action coming up for you right here on kslsports.com. Uh, We'll balance between the boys, but we will have every semifinal and championship game for 4A, 5A, and 6A right here on kslsports.com. For Vince Francis and Kenzie Christiansen, we appreciate you joining us for this playoff preview for girls lacrosse. And catch us as we bring you all the girls lacrosse playoff action we can right here on kslsports.com.
0: So uhm, uh, uh,